This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 284. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Uh, also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Uh, MarkingOut.com, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11, um, at MarkingOut, Gmail, Twitter, YouTube, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Dave, how you doing? I am doing amazing. It is Friday, and it's weird that we record on a Friday. I don't know why. Why is it weird that we record on Friday? I don't know. I don't know. We should definitely start recording a little bit earlier in the week, though. I don't know. Uh, I don't, go I don't, SmackDown. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. But how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Nice intro there. It wasn't really. <laughs> nice intro. I wouldn't say so. I, you know, I did say so. So I mean. Yeah, but I wouldn't say so. But uh, yeah. how was how was your week? My week has been great. Uh, no complaints. And everything good in the hood. How about everything with you? It was good. I uh, I was an adult phone operator this week. <laughs> wow. How did that work out for you? Did I, I, did I tell you about this? Nope. <laughs> PG. What? Even PG. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so, I, uh, so Microsoft, quote unquote, called me. Uh-huh. And I didn't, I wish I was upstairs to record it, but like, I always wanted to uh, to do that scenario with when quote unquote Microsoft calls. Mm-hmm. So I get on the phone. I'm like, "Hello," and the guy goes, "Yes, this is so and so from Microsoft. Your computer's in danger." I was like, "I was like, oh, okay." Um, and then I like pressed a bunch of buttons on my phone. You should have told them to hold on so you could go up, go upstairs. Yeah, but then I would have been out of breath. <laughs> so? I did that the last time, and I was like, <sighs> trying to catch my breath. But, so I push a bunch a, a bunch of buttons, and he tries to he tries to do his, his spiel, whatever, and I'm like, hey there, you've reached whatever hotline. And, and the guy, like, stops, and I'm like, do you want to talk to dirty girls now? And the guy goes... Yeah, I do. And I continue with my thing. And he goes, no, 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 I don't want to speak to you. You sound like an ugly woman. Wow. And, and then hung up. And that was the end of my adult oper- phone operation. <laughs> but if he took it further, that would have been super weird. But Yeah, that would have been a little bit awkward. It's like, I just, I don't get the, like, how, how, are there people out there who, like, there are people out, there must be people out there that they get with that scam. Oh, probably so many. But, I mean, they probably get a lot of uh, older adults out there. Right. Like a lot of grandmas, grandpas who, and then they, I mean, I know that there's a lot of scams where they'll be like, this is your grandson or whatever. 
uh, send money or something like that. Literally never once happened to me. What, uh, someone with a, somebody calling, oh, this is your grandson. All, well, all of a sudden, my grandson's Indian? I don't think so. <laughs> but my favorite bit that I do when Microsoft calls me is they're like, oh, press the Windows key. I don't have a Windows key. I'm using a Mac. I don't say that, though. So I, I, they're like, oh, what's next to control? I'm like, alt. Well, what's next to alt? Control. What's next to alt on the other side? The space bar. <laughs> and it goes on for like 15 minutes of just that, like who's on first type of thing, because they they want you to give them your credit card information so bad. Yeah. But it wants just some way to get into your system too. Yeah. But that's that's pretty funny. So you have bits. I guess. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Phone bits. Like if I called uh, Pizzeria that I wanted to prank, um, such as Domino's Pizza. I would call them and be like, hey, man, I'd like to order a large pie. One bit would be, okay, what's your address? Oh, I'm just going to be on the corner. Can you, can you just deliver it up to the block, up the block, whatever? And they're like, oh, we can't do that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. My favorite Domino's bit would be, I'd like to order a large pie, um, and I want two toppings on it. I'd like, let's say, sausage and pepper. Okay, but... I need to know, will the sausage and pepper fight? I, I can't have them fighting. I don't want them to fight. Yeah, no one wants sausage and uh, pepper to fight on their pizza. I, I called Domino's one time. War. One time I did that, and the guy was like, sir, sir, no, please, please, I can't answer this. Please, no. And got, like, so, like, scared. <laughs> like, wow. like, what if sausage and pepper actually fought? That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah, but there's all right. So, but I don't recommend. You, I don't recommend prank calling. No food, food establishments. Or so any, have you? Have you come across any uh, Pokemon goers? I have not. Person, I have not. I've seen. Sure. It, I've seen online like where people vlog and everything, and, uh-huh. and then there just happens to be people who are playing Pokemon in the background in their vlogs, and they're like, "Hey, man, don't ride your bike and." Uh, and Pokemon at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, I'll do what I want. Nice. But it's like... That's how you come back. But it's like there's... It's so... It's gotten out of hand. It really has. Like there's <laughs> people getting stabbed over it. People get robbed over it. Yeah. If one, I mean, but you have to be smart about it though. I mean, it's, it, it, I don't see... Uh, there's no difference between this and like, hey, I have candy. Come check this out. But it's like my band. Like this one girl was playing Pokemon Go, or whatever, and crossed the highway or whatever to get it, and got hit by a car, and is now trying to blame Pokemon. It's like you're stupid. You're yeah, su- you're so stupid. You're looking at your, your phone. You're looking at your phone crossing a busy highway. Just yeah, like. I mean, there's a lot of stupid things out there and stupid people out there as well. I mean, WWE headquarters, that's a pokey gym or something. Yeah, that's the rumor. Vince McMahon tweeted out a picture saying, I don't care who you are, get the heck out of my gym. To, uh, was it, who was it in that picture? Was it Ghastly? Yeah. Which has like an arrow in it, so it clearly looks like a Photoshop picture. I don't think that's how Pokemon show up. Yeah, no, they don't show up. Uh, with an arrow next to them. 
The only thing I could think of is that Vince didn't know how to. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't think Vince McMahon posted that in general. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But I went, I went back and uh, busted out my Game Boy and put put in Pokemon Red to see all my things. And how'd that go for you? I was asking my friend. I was like, "How do you do this? What? How do you do this? How do you do that?" Like, how do I wanted to see all my Pokemon? He goes, "Oh, you have to go to this index." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, and the, my guy's name was Jack for whatever reason. I don't know if that Jack. was like. I don't know if that was like the the default Titanic name. Fan much? No, I think that might have been the default name. Oh. But uh, I had Pokemon that were like level two hundred something, and he goes, I, "I thought you can only get your Pokemon to level one hundred." I was like, "I think so too." I don't know how I had like mm-hmm. Pokemon that were over the the levels and stuff. But that works must, out for I must, you. I must have been some cheater as a kid. Yeah, you you may have done some cheating back in your heyday. I remember um, I went to the Bahamas as a kid. and Oh, I um, love this story. I don't have a story for you like that. I don't know what story. You never heard a story keep, keep about Keep it going. Keep it going. You definitely never heard a story about me. No, it's a good Bahamas. one. So the last day we were in the airport waiting for the plane to leave or whatever. It was like, it's a tiny, tiny one runway airport. Yeah, this is where it is. Uh-huh. It's not, you're like making it out to be like a story. It's not like, but uh, this kid was playing Pokemon also and had Mew. Is that the rare one that nobody could have in the game? That's one of them. I think it was Mew. And he was like, oh, I'll trade it to you. And, uh... Just know your your game might get erased. I was like, okay, whatever. Trade it to me. Trades it to me. I have Mew. I go back home. I'm the only kid that has Mew. Everyone wants Mew. So this one kid's like, oh, I'll do it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, listen, this kid in the Bahamas told me your game could get deleted. I don't care. I want Mew. So I do it, and his game gets deleted. Damn roasted. His mom called my mom. <laughs> complaining to her about me and how I erased his game. I was like, what do you want me to do? I, I warned him. Yeah. But but that's how Pokemon used to be. Now Pokemon's evolved. No, no, uh... Yeah, no it pun. really has. It's wild. Like, I was walking around town on Saturday, and it's just weird seeing so many people walking around playing it. Like, at first you think that it's like, all right, maybe a few people. But then you walk around town, like if you have like a lot of Pokestops or gyms or whatever, you walk around town and it's just jam-packed. It's we- it's like weird and wild and funny at the same time. It certainly is weird. And it's like that, like I'm dreading, like I don't know if this is like a fad, how fast this will be over or if yeah. six, six months from now people will still be playing. Who knows? But I'm dreading going to Comic-Con because of this. It's like, are there going to be so many people there just looking at their oh. phones, walking around? Like, I Probably. like, I assume the they may, they may re- maybe they'll release like a, a special Pokemon that's like specifically at that area. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. Or like, if you go to Disney World, people are just like walking around playing Pokemon. Yeah, I don't get it. And now, are people going outside of WWE headquarters just to catch catch them all? I would assume so. Oh. I would definitely assume so. So, that is our week of uh, not professional wrestling. So, let's get into some sports entertainment. 
and speak about some Monday Night Raw. Yeah, let's go into Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. (laughs) It's Nitro. Yeah. So the show kicked off with a battle royal for the number one contendership of the Intercontinental Championship. Um, By default, Darren Young picked up the victory when uh, Apollo Crews and Baron Corbin eliminated each other. Very interesting way to uh, open up. I mean, this involves so many other wrestlers. Uh, you had Team 3D, Del Rio. Wow, Team 3D. And a bunch of others. Back, huh? Right? It's Dudley boys, huh? Yeah, a uh, bunch of others. I wanted Kalisto to win this, and uh, Kalisto ended up not being in this match even. I was about to say, I do not see his name. Yeah, no, he wasn't in it. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when you realize that Darren Young has been working Miz at house shows nonstop, you kind of get disappointed. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really know how I feel about this. In general, I know you're not a fan of how he won it, correct? I just think it's, like, stupid. I understand, like, I, I do understand, like, oh, Darren Young isn't great again. Like, it's, a, it's basically a mockery of Darren Young. If that's like, is it? It is because it's like, oh, I'm the number one contender, and it's like, bro, you did not do anything. You just lasted. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like I've, we've seen stuff like this before, um, like similar stuff. I don't know. I mean, it is very odd, but like, I mean, it doesn't put him over at all. It doesn't make him look strong. I. Uh, it just makes him look like he picked up a cheap victory. It just even though it was just even it's though a, it wasn't cheap. Like technically, it was smart. It was a smart victory, no, even though he didn't, even, he didn't even though he didn't intend to do anything. So it's not smart. It just makes him kind of look. I don't know, not dumb, but it, it does. It nothing. does. It doesn't make Darren Young look great. No, it doesn't make him look good either, and it doesn't well, make him I look was, bad. I was using great as in Darren. Yeah, Young I know. Right but in general, in general, it doesn't. No, make it does kind of make him look bad. I don't think so. Yeah, it does because they they even mentioned on SmackDown where he's like, "Oh, I'm the number one contender," blah, blah blah, and Miz is like, "You did not." Like Baron Corbin and, and Apollo Cruz eliminated each other by default. You won. You didn't do anything. That, yeah. That's, that's making him look bad. Mm-hmm. Not in the same sense as like somebody screwing up a move or like. This is like yeah. storyline making him look bad. Yeah, I know. But so after that, Darren Young, yeah, yeah, Darren Young's number one contender. Uh, after that, backstage, uh, number one contender. Speaking of that, Zack Ryder ran into Rusev and like ripped him away. He's like, "I challenge you to the U.S. Championship," and uh, then Sheamus attacked him from behind. He goes, "You like that, fella?" And this led right into their next and to their next match. Sheamus picked up the victory over Zack Ryder. Um, yeah, I think Ryder had a decent showing in this, but uh, I think it was pretty apparent that Sheamus was going to win this. Yeah, I was let down, especially after last week, the week before. I, I don't. What's the point? Like now, unlike uh, Darren Young, this. Just is bad. Well, I don't think like, so. I, what I hate about this again goes back to the League of Nations, because here they are again, 
not working together, but at the same time working together. Mm-hmm. Even though they split up. But after the match, Rusev locked Ryder in on in the accolade and said he accepts. Yeah. So it's like he was all like it, it's as if Rusev is doubting Ryder. Like you can't beat me. Like Well he is. Right, but I'm saying like you said it was bad. For what reason was it bad? I just don't like that. Seamus 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 defeated so, Ryder. Ryder was down. Rusev came out and and made matters worse. Yeah, but I just don't like that he lost to Sheamus after defeating him what last week. I don't know. I I I thought it was okay. I thought it was fine. And to, honestly, this makes me think that come July twenty fourth, there might be a new United States champion, which I think would be awesome. I'm sure you would think that as well. I would think that. Uh, something else that I would think is that I could have done without this next match. Brizango picked up the victory over Lucha Dragons. Yeah, I uh, I guess this is why Kalisto wasn't in the Battle Royal. Unfortunately. But I, I don't think this should have been a match. I think all four of the men in the, involved here should have been in that Battle Royal. Like this, yeah. this didn't do. I don't know if this. This is gonna, was just like, a filler, and everything. Yeah, I mean it. It just. Yeah, I do like the end though. Um, Kalisto was on the middle rope facing facing the turnbuckle, and uh, Tyler Breeze hit a super kick to his gut, and then uh, hit like a a middle rope schoolboy. Yeah, so it was it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Up next, Seth Rollins hosted the very first episode of the Rollins Report. Um, he played an interview that was clearly chopped together of an old Roman Reigns interview of him asking new questions to make it sound like Roman Reigns was happy about his suspension and happy to be doing drugs or whatever, whatever he's suspended for. Kind of like all of our uh, future interviews that we do on the show <laughs> where we just have the wrestlers speak about their careers and how everything is going, what they want to promote, and we just throw in the questions after. Yeah, but I thought this was funny. I thought I think it would have been a little bit better had Rollins had better acting skills. But um, as far as this this interview itself went, I thought it was funny. Um, but this led to Seth Rollins demanding a one on one match for the WWE Championship. Uh, Dean Ambrose ended up coming out and accepted. And Rollins said it's going to be on his terms, that being next week on Monday Night Raw. Which I don't know how I feel about that. I'm torn. I'm torn, babe. Because it's like, what what gives, like, what's the point? I guess the match, the triple threat match would still happen regardless. Which is one. That's one. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Whether or not Ambrose lost or Rollins one, which is the same thing I just said, just reversed. Yeah. Because it would still involve them two. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I hope yeah. that's not going to lead to uh, another world championship. Yeah. I don't want I that. I agree. But yeah. after that, we had Sami Zayn sitting ringside. Um, 
for Kevin Owens' match. And backstage, Kevin Owens went up to Stephanie McMahon. And he's like, I'm not going out there unless Sami Zayn's banned from ringside. I, it's, a, it's unsafe conditions for me. And uh, referees came out to escort Zayn to the back. And while they were doing that, Kevin Owens came out and they fought. Kevin Owens attacked him. Which it's just, it's just, like, that shows, like, oh, Kevin Owens is like a two-faced, like a joker. Mm-hmm. But I thought, I thought this match wasn't even going to happen next because they cut to Vince McMahon arriving to the arena. But it ended up happening. It ended up Kevin Owens defeating Cesaro. Yeah. And, and... Uh, what? Yeah, no. And, uh... I like Cesaro grabbed JBL's hat during the match, put it on to run around the full ringside area, hit uh, hit the uppercut to KO, and then uh, did a diving crossbody off the top rope while wearing it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kevin Owens hit a, I guess a new finisher maybe, which is like it was like a twisting burning hammer into a neckbreaker. I don't know if yeah. there's a, a move title for that, but. That could be could be a call out to Brock Lesnar. Who knows? Because due to the twisting move, I don't know. I mean, I mean uh, he, called, he called Brock Lesnar out on the on house shows and stuff. So, yeah, I cool. but after the match, Sami Zayn attacked Kevin Owens, and uh, they continued their feud. Yeah. Next up, you had Titus O'Neil pick up a victory over Heath Slater. Nothing special there, but something special upcoming with this segment, this doozy, this ripoff, um, the not final deletion video of the New Day showing up at the Wyatt family uh, stopping grounds and took a beating. Yeah, I couldn't really watch this. I First of all, I did watch the whole thing as it aired live. Um, I thought it was terrible. I thought, like, clearly, it, I mean, I shouldn't say clearly, because maybe they planned this before the final deletion, but that's, like, that's, like, very, very slim chances. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way it was shot, the camera was shaky, it was making me dizzy. It was, it was just, I couldn't watch it. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't see, I don't really don't see the point of this. Mm-hmm. Especially because it just ended where New Day left, and now there's a six-man tag match for Battleground. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Don't, I don't get it. Somebody else pointed out, I think, that the scene was straight out of The Walking Dead. That I... with, the, with all the cars parked around side while they were fighting and stuff. I don't know. Sounds a little bit like Eddie Guerrero versus JBL. Definitely sounds nothing like Eddie Guerrero versus JBL. <laughs> Definitely sounds nothing like that. Isn't at that what all. they did? Not at all. That no. was in like a parking lot. It was a yeah. parking lot brawl or whatever. That's not... This was outdoors with like acres of land. All right. I stand corrected. At the compound. So... What's going to come of this as of now? This was Hopefully like. Hopefully, we don't find out. It's funny because it was. I think it was like 50 50 split as to who liked it and who hated this. Um, Those who liked it hated the final deletion, probably. I don't know about that. I can easily see that. But, like, 
I I honestly think that was the worst thing I've ever seen New Day in. Agreed. But this led to Matt Hardy kind of calling out Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt calling out Matt Hardy, vice versa. Um, Bray Wyatt was like, I'm the most creative thing in wrestling. There's no, like, ands, ifs, or buts about it. Yeah. And uh, Matt Hardy's like, hey, man, my my battlefield's always open. There you go. Or whatever it was. Yeah. Clearly, we're never going to see Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt in the form of WWE. No, we will not. Well, I mean, as of now, at least, yeah. And, and it sucks just to uh, go back to the final deletion on this week's Impact. Um, Jeff Hardy, who was deleted from from history or whatever, was brought out. Matt Hardy's like, oh, say goodbye to your fans, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he said goodbye, and Matt's like, actually, you know what? It'd, uh, it'd be pretty easy for you to go up to New York and work for McMahon or go to the New Japan Pro Wrestling. So what I'm going to do is keep you under contract and you're going to be my servant, basically. Who said this? Matt Hardy. Oh. So there goes all my hopes and dreams for a Jeff Hardy return to WWE as far as TNA storyline goes with that. Mm -hmm. I was just shocked that he mentioned McMahon and up to New York, but, uh, moving on from the compound match, Enzo and Cass picked up the victory against the club, which it was announced earlier in the night that John Cena was in Los Angeles because he was hosting the ESPYs on Wednesday, but, uh, I guess you had to assume that wasn't true, Mm -hmm. especially because Cass and Enzo won by disqualification when AJ Styles got involved, which yeah. they went to go beat down Enzo, whose music hits. Cena makes makes a save. John Cena. But I, I mean, I'm. What did you think of it? Anything? Any thoughts? No, I mean, no, nothing. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought I thought Cena did a good job hosting the ESPYS. I haven't even seen a clip of it yet. Yeah, I tuned in just to... uh, Well, I tuned in to the first hour during 8 o'clock to watch because 9 o'clock started started the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh. But yeah, I think Cena's opening promo was fantastic. Just... He was like, oh, I bet you're wondering why a guy, a pro wrestler, is hosting this award show, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But it's just... It's stupid. On Monday Night Raw, they kept pushing at that... John Cena was the only the third athlete ever to host the ESPYs. The other mm-hmm. two being LeBron and uh, Lance Armstrong. Uh-huh. Um, but they don't they don't count Tony Danza. Tony Danza. And I think Tony Danza should have been counted there definitely as an athlete because before he was an actor, he was a boxer with a record. Yeah, I wouldn't include him in that category. Why not? What because, makes an athlete an athlete? I mean, he has. You could, I'm pretty sure he has a pro boxing. Um, I wouldn't include him. He's not current. Doesn't matter. He's not current. Lance Armstrong's not current. Uh, you're just looking for an argument or a reason to bring up Tony Danza. No, it's definitely not a reason to bring up Tony Danza. <laughs> but speaking of the boss, 
There you go. Sasha Banks defeated Dana Brooke. Um, the only thing I think I didn't like about this was the fact that Dana Brooke came out to Charlotte's theme. I, I didn't think this was a bad match at all. But no, uh, I, I didn't mind it. Dana Brooke, though, I'm, I'm still hesitant to uh, actually support her column. Yeah, it's it's weird because like it goes back and forth. Like sometimes it's like a decent match, and sometimes it's just like, why is she on the main roster? I don't know. Decent doesn't make it good for me. Decent means go back down to NXT or go somewhere else. Well, I thought like as far as this I match, think, I think if you're WWE, you have to be better than decent. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, but as far as this match went, like it was just like to me, it was a lot of rest holds. Uh, so that, like, you can't really screw up a rest hold. Yeah. But Sasha Banks picked up the victory there. Yeah. And, um, wow, that was the main event. Women main evented Raw. Yeah, right. Want to go into the uh, Cruiserweight Classic? No, because there's a whole giant segment of Monday Night Raw left over. Oh, well, that's what happens when uh, you look at your notes and not uh, the script that you're supposed to be looking at. Well, why don't you have your script in front of you that you're supposed to be looking at? Well, because I have to read uh, my notes and see uh, what to say. Sia is a great performing artist. But uh, Shane McMahon came out, Stephanie McMahon came out, followed by Vince McMahon. Uh, Long story short, Vince McMahon announced that with SmackDown going live, they're going to need something better than a, a COO. They're going to have a commissioner. A commissioner for SmackDown, a commissioner for Raw. Vince McMahon then announced that Shane McMahon will be the new commissioner for SmackDown. And, of course, running Raw, the commissioner of Raw will be Stephanie McMahon. And Vince McMahon went on to say that being a commissioner is a lot of work. Uh, so they're going to need to pick a general manager, and if they don't pick one, Vince is going to pick it for them. Which I don't, I don't really understand why they need a general manager, because we've mm. seen them run shows by themselves and nothing really went wrong. Yeah. So how much work could it actually be? Mm-hmm. Like we've never seen like th- I mean. No, because even still then, I was going to say this kind of like reminds me when like Shawn Michaels was uh, the commissioner and you had like Vince McMahon acting as like Vince McMahon. But like Mm -hmm. even then it was like, I don't know. It just, do you see a point of having a general manager also? Just to have another name on the show. It's like, it's like the thing that I could see about general managers is like, is like the general manager could like undermine the McMahons, like one like let's say Stephanie gets stuck with a face one and and Shane gets a heel one or something or vice mm-hmm. versa, and like Stephanie, I don't know, like what's what's the scenario there that that they need a general manager as well? Yeah, I, I'm okay with it. I don't mind it. I think that it will brings someone in that we haven't seen for a little bit of time. Any they, thoughts? They had... Mm, no, I don't. I don't know who it could be. It's. I assume it's not going to be Vicky Guerrero. I assume it's not going to be John Laurinaitis. I assume it's not going to be Teddy Long. Could it be Sting? Will they go with our storyline? I don't think they are. I don't know. But they had something that apparently leaked on the WWE app 
saying like with the news headline that makes it think makes you think like oh that's who it's gonna be i'm not gonna say who it is because if it ends up being that on monday night raw i don't mm-hmm. want to spoil it yeah but shane said he's going to announce his general manager on raw and if it did is, you tell me who it is i don't know if i did i don't think you did I don't know if I did. But if it ends up being that person, I think I would be disappointed. Which, that's like, I'm, I don't know how many people gasp just then if they know who the rumor was. I just, I don't, I don't know. The way that the things were left off with that person, I don't want to see them in that position. Mm-hmm. But Monday Night Raw ended up, Stephanie McMahon slapped Shane McMahon and she was like begging for him to punch him. Uh, punch her, and then uh, Shane just kissed her on the cheek, and that was the end of Raw. That's the end of Raw. Yeah. So, now? Moving on to SmackDown, which opened up again with a bunch of promos. Um, just like like the quick snap, snap, snap kind of promo. Like cut to this person, cut to that person. Mm-hmm. I assume that was just because this was the last ever taped SmackDown, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. Because yeah. For since 1999, really, I would go every Tuesday and look at the SmackDown results, and I would still watch SmackDown regardless. Which is now two ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out, and this is the last time that I could have done that. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I'm o- I'm I'm okay with letting go. <laughs> letting go of what? SmackDown spoilers? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with letting go of SmackDown spoilers and SmackDown on Thursdays. Well, that's just like, that's the craziest thing. It's like, because, I mean, it's been so many years that it's like uh, SmackDown spoilers, SmackDown spoilers, SmackDown spoilers. And now it's it's no more. For, yeah. for the past 17 years, you just, now it's just NXT spoilers, which I don't even read. But SmackDown uh, opened up. First match of the night was Sasha Banks picking up a victory against Dana Brooke again. Um, This was because Charlotte on Raw was like, oh, if you could beat Dana Brooke again on SmackDown, maybe you'll have a title shot. Maybe. Um, But Sasha started this match off with a bunch of rapid pins. And uh, eventually, uh, I almost said Ric Flair. Eventually, Charlotte got up on the apron, and Sasha knocked her off, and uh, this match, again, like, while it wasn't a bad match, it was just, like, it was just literally all pins. It was pin after pin. Yeah. I was a fan of the way it ended, though. With what? The bank statement? Yeah, I was a fan right, right off of the pin. Yeah. I was a big fan of that. I thought that was a nice transition, and that was pretty cool. And uh, afterwards, Charlotte attacked Sasha, and uh, then later announced that at Battleground, she's going to team up with Dana to take on Sasha and a partner of... of oh, Sasha's choice. Yeah, or if anyone could even... If she could find a friend, even. Mm-hmm. But uh, any thoughts here? Yeah, uh... What about if uh, it ends up being, surprise, surprise, Ruby Sky? No, that's not a real thought. No, it isn't a real thought. Um, I don't know. 
Maybe... I don't know. I would assume the most logical thought would be Bailey, but and but I would. I don't want to see that. Yeah, either. I don't know if I want to see that, but that's the only logical thought that I could think of. Nia Jax, I can't see. Oscar, I, I mean Oscar, I could see, but you're, you're thinking too much. I could see Oscar, but that being like, she's the current um, yeah, women's but, champion. Yeah, but they say like NXT Women's Champion Oscar. And they have her wrestle like as the NXT champion. I think Bailey would make more sense than Asuka in that scenario. However, I assume it would be a returning Naomi. I feel like she's probably ready to come back from an injury. Uh-huh. I don't know whether or not she is or not, but that's what I would assume. That Naomi would return as a face and team up with Sasha. Unless, because of the draft... Um, somebody surprising returns like Trish Stratus or something teaming up with Sasha Banks. Come on. I mean, that's like, come on. You said Asuka. I think that's a better chance than Trish Stratus. Mm, I don't know about that. I think Rebby Sky has a better especially, chance. Especially with the draft rumors of WWE wanting to bring back so many people from the past four to fill out each brand and whatnot. Yeah. I don't, can't. Can't say no. Trish Stratus has a kid at home, and she nah. So mad people have kids at home. Nah. Tamina has kids at home. The Usos have kids at home. Roman Reigns got kids kids at home. I just named the all the Samoans. You're wrong. No, I'm not. Not at all. Triple H and Stephanie have kids at home every single week in there. Yeah, but I don't think Trish Stratus is is even a logical pick. It's not illogical. She's been (laughs) rumored. She's been rumored that they has she? Yeah. I don't know. She's been up there. I mean, I, don't know. I hope they don't bring up bring in anyone. I hope she does a handicap match because I already think that they have too many women in the division that, that would, they're winning. That with. would be a good build for for Sasha. I hope like, that I they just, do like any. I don't even need a tag team partner. I just defeated both of you by myself. Yeah, give me a title match at SummerSlam. That'd be good. Yeah. Up next, we saw Dolph Ziggler defeat Rusev. Um, As Rusev went to go lock on the accolade, Ryder came out and argued with him, and then Rusev tossed Ziggler into Zack Ryder and then tossed both of them into the ring. Ryder rolled out, which I guess caused a distraction. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ziggler was able to roll up Rusev to win. Yeah. It was fun. Did you see the backstage promo that they cut afterwards on the app or whatever I opted to not watch it. I thought it was really funny. They were talking about, they they were like, oh, with the draft and whatnot, like, I hope Ryder goes and, like, becomes, like, the maximum potential, basically. Hmm. And uh, Ryder's like, yeah, I could become U.S. champion again. By the way, who did I beat the first time? And, like, he laughs and leaves, and and Dolph Ziggler's like, can't believe I'm even going to say this, but... uh, he, he beat me for the title. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I don't know. But I didn't watch it either. Yeah. So, next up, you have the club. AJ Styles and Carl Anderson picking up a victory over Big Cass and Enzo. I was a big fan of uh, Enzo in this match. I thought that... I was I liked this uh, baseball slide that he did into an ankle pick. Into a um, what? Ankle pick. I have no I, idea what that means. Uh, it was the baseball slide where he grabbed a hold of AJ Styles' ankle and took him to the ground with it. I thought that was pretty cool. 
Um, yeah, there's a few other spots. I mean, Enzo hitting that tornado DDT off of the uh, the Irish whip. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I like that this match switched it up with the club. What do you mean? Like it wasn't Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. It was, oh, it was AJ, yeah. Um, I liked when Cass tossed Enzo out onto the club. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, yeah, it was a good match. I just, I just kind of want to see Cena wrestle within this before Battleground. And I don't think he's going to, but maybe, I maybe yeah. we could see it on Raw. When is Battleground? Next Sunday. I don't know. Maybe on Raw. Maybe like, on SmackDown. The first, isn't the first SmackDown next week or no? Yeah, is so that's draft? also a thing. Yeah. Is it is next week the draft too? Yeah. Smackdown and it's the one. first SmackDown? Yep. And it's on the first SmackDown? Yes. All right. You're like one of those non-believers like, wait, so the Slammy Awards are going to be on Monday Night Raw and it's, it's not going to be an event? So, so you're telling me this? They're not going to wear black ties? It's going to be just going to be Monday Night Raw and people are going to wrestle at the Slammy Awards? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's dead on. Yeah, it, it basically is. Oh, no, it is. I'm not denying that. No, he's definitely not denying that, folks. <laughs> Up next so. was Tyler Breeze taking on and defeating Kalisto. Um, I do like that this match spawned from the end of the tag match on Raw. So at least there's like some continuity there. Um, and as far as this match goes, I, I thought it was a good match. I liked... Kalisto ducked a clothesline from Tyler Breeze um, by doing a back handspring and followed that up with the capiera, whatever they call it, that dance fighting capiera, uh, yeah. with, with one of those kicks right to Tyler Breeze's face. And I thought that was fantastic. I thought that was one of the coolest things that I've seen in pro wrestling in a while. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. The one thing I thought was stupid was they spent like two minutes talking about whether or not Undertaker was going to get drafted and if he should be the first uh, draft. Did they? Yeah. I didn't even. I don't. I guess I don't listen to commentary with stupid stuff like that. Yeah, they're like. I, I think anyone they're like, would you draft Undertaker? And they're like, oh yeah, how can you not draft a dead man? And I'm like, anyone that drafts year. Anyone that drafts Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, The Rock, Triple H are stupid. Paul Heyman? No, not even Paul Heyman. I don't think managers should be somebody that gets drafted, first of all. I I, I think that's so stupid. They're always, like, building up, like, oh, Miz and Maurice, they could end up on different shows. But it's like, Maurice, like, she came out of the crowd one night to cost cost the match. And all of a sudden, like, she's, oh, nope, she signed a contract. She's an active person. She can get traded. But it's like, what's... Like, what would, she could just leave. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, what's stopping her? Like, why does she need to be drafted? Like, let's say Miz goes to SmackDown, she's on Raw. What's stopping her? Like, oh, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to leave WWE. Screw you. What, mm-hmm. what? What's there for her to do on another show? Yeah. That's like, what's there for Paul? Paul Heyman hasn't been on wrestling in weeks. Mm-hmm. What's there for him to do on the show? Nothing. He's there for Brock Lesnar in 2016. That's all yeah. Paul Heyman is good for. Well, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. That's all storyline-wise, as of now, that's all he's good for. Yeah. Uh, so, next up, you had the non-title match. Oh, no, Dean no, 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 no. Oh, Miss TV. I skipped right over it. Yeah. Miss TV featuring 
uh, Darren Young and Bobby Backlund. Yeah, um, which they started out Miss TV by playing career highlights for Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. And uh, then they went to play career highlights for Darren Young, which came up with like that off-air video with like the. Which yeah. I, I thought that was hilarious because it's like because you have no career highlights. I which, thought that was stupid. Which, for storyline purposes, I can understand why they did that. However, if you go back in the history of WWE and Darren Young's career, he has, I mean... He's, tag team champion. He was a tag team champion. He was, I mean, he had all that Nexus stuff and NXT and everything else with that. I don't yeah. know if you'd necessarily call those career highlights, but... There you go. But, uh, yeah, and then, like I said, during Raw, Miz brought up how uh, Darren Young didn't do anything to win. Yeah. And then Darren Young got fired up, got right in Miz's face, and he goes, I'm going to be the next IC champion. Man, yeah, I, I, I thought the best part was it, of this was uh, the facial expressions of uh, Bob Backlund. I thought that he was pretty epic. I, they didn't I show his mouth at all. Really? Yeah, they did. I didn't... I don't I think I saw of, of his mouth? No, of his face. No, I said mouth specifically. Why just his mouth? Because he does he has a missing tooth. And oh. he doesn't like for all of a sudden he has a missing tooth. And he goes to the convention and everything and people post pictures with him and a missing tooth. That's weird. And it's like I don't I don't know if if No, he, this like, is that's the picture that I ended up uh, taking. Come on, you cannot say that that's not classic. But yeah, see, I don't know. he has a tooth there, right? There's no missing teeth. <laughs> I think WWE makes him put a cap in. Maybe. Not maybe. There's no missing tooth there. Nah, I guess they they haven't put a cap in. Like that's that has to be WWE's doing. Or else it's his. I mean, maybe he just doesn't want to go toothless on WWE television. That just doesn't make sense. Why would you do it at a... Because it's not WWE? Yeah, but why would you do it at, at like conventions and stuff where people post your picture everywhere? I'm sure, I'm, sure if you, I'm sure if you Google Bob Backlund missing tooth, tons of things will come up. Yeah? I assume so. There's like... It's pretty like... Currently <laughs> typing Bob Backlund missing tooth. It's pretty noticeable. Let's see. It should, uh, like the, it should be like the first result there. No, just Bob Backlund. No, then there was something about a Did you type in missing tweet. tooth also? Then there, there's a tweet, and then there's something about him interrupting Vern Gagne's funeral. Yeah, which turned out to not be true. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Backlund, missing tooth. Nothing. But, yeah. So, um, what do you mean? It's the first result. What do you mean? It's literally the first result I see. The Twitter Bob Backlund came all the way. No, under pictures, and then after further than that, I don't see any missing teeth pictures. Wait, now I'm actually curious about this tweet. Bob Backlund came all the way to the press box to put me into a headlock. He commended my ability to sell. Up, oh, and he's missing his tooth there. Is he? Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. Wow, that's a. I wasn't expecting him to be missing that his front tooth. <laughs> that tooth. Yeah, that tooth. That's like a big like tooth to miss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bob Backlund. 
But after the Miz TV segment, we had Dean Ambrose, the WWE champion, uh, lose, well, no win, actually, against Kevin <laughs> Owens via disqualification because, like, as soon as the match started, they fought outside the ring, and Seth Rollins, who came out for commentary, got involved. Like, right off the bat. Yeah. And Sami Zayn ran down, made the save. So... Yeah, then we ended up having to, it. Cut to commercial and mysteriously turned into a tag team match. Yeah, I'm curious about that. I don't know if they, during the break or whatever, the Lillian Garcia got on the... Well, they announced the com- like commentators were like, oh, we were just informed that it's going to be a tag match now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's just kind of random. But it was an all right match. Yeah, Seth Rollins and uh, Kevin Owens picked up the victory. Um, but I, I feel like Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose have had so many interactions together that I like. I don't think I like that due to them having a match on Raw. Mm-hmm. Within this match, they've had like they they were. I don't know. I don't because like what makes me here they are working against each other throughout the match. Why do I care about seeing a one on one match? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But it was it was a good match. Kevin Owens, surprisingly, was a great tag team partner in this. He actually uh, threw Seth Rollins out of the way. Out of the way of the Huluva kick. Yeah. And uh, that led to uh, the, the victory right there. And that is the end of that match. And, and afterwards, he went to... Uh, he went after Seth Rollins, and they... Uh, Dean Ambrose went after Seth Rollins. And um, they brawled, and Rollins escaped. So I think this match should open up run Monday Night Raw. What do you think? I dream of Genie, really. You don't, you don't think that they should open Monday Night Raw with the title match? Yeah, why not? Why not? I don't know. Honestly, I have no interest uh, in most of the stuff that they're doing with WWE right now. I did have interest... Sometimes I'd have interest, but usually what they put on television isn't drawing. The only reason that people watch it is because they out of habit. And it's not a – I don't know. It, there's no draw factor to it for me, especially when you see that there's so much else out there, such as the next topic, the Cruiserweight Classic and everything like that. It's just – I don't know. It's bogus. Well, I think, I think that – um, it just, maybe they're not writing as, like, they're, like, all saving the good stuff for SmackDown to, yeah. draw, to draw people in for the live episode. I don't know. Let's talk about the Cruiserweight Classic now. I think we should talk about NXT first, just to go in chronological order. All right, so then we'll go NXT. Um, NXT was just... A uh, Samoa Joe promo where Rhino <laughs> Rhino came out and challenged him for the NXT Championship. So yeah. I guess that match is going to be set up. I don't know who in 2016 wants to see that match again. No offense to either of the competitors. Um, I just I don't get the point of it. Yeah, I don't think it has the same draw that it, maybe when Rhino originally made his his return. Even, even so, it's like it's like this is like TNA presents. Yeah. NXT kind of thing. I could, I could see that. But uh, 
NXT, one match, only one match, and that one match being Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And it was one heck of a match to put on for uh, just having one match on NXT. Yeah, it was like I, a 20 minute match. Yeah, I approve. That was a good match, kick out after kick out. Uh, Balor being the only person to ever kick out of the Kinshasa, Kinshasa. I don't know if that's true. That's well, I mean, that's what. Yeah, I think I've seen Okada in a few. Uh, Oh, okay, because Okada's in WWE and has gotten the Kinshasa hit on him before. Well, no. You you have these other guys like Moro bringing up everyone else. Well, yeah, but he's not calling it the Boma Yi. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? So it was a good match. If you haven't checked that out from NXT this week, definitely check that out. Yeah. But now to move on to the WWE Cruiserweight Classic, the round one, uh, some of round one results. Well, yeah, some of it. Uh, right off the bat, the very first match we saw, Grand Metallic defeating Alejandro Saez. Uh, I thought this match was fantastic. Well, I, nope, misspoke there. I shouldn't say fantastic. <laughs> I thought different aspects of this match were fantastic. I, I was impressed with Grand Metallic. Yeah, I was impressed with this guy Saez. I was impressed with Saez also. I mean, Saez, I wasn't impressed with him. I didn't like his uh, his selling. Or was it no? Maybe I'm thinking about Clement. I think no. I'm thinking about Alejandro. Yeah, Alejandro. I didn't like his selling. It was overselling a lot. Mm. Uh, that I wasn't a fan of. But Met- um, Metallic brought some moves that we have not seen in WWE before. Mm-hmm. Like the, I don't even know what. Fresh. What? Something fresh. Oh, I was going to say, like, I, I'm just going to call it like a tornado get onto the second rope. <laughs> I don't know how you, I don't know how to call it that, but yeah, it's a good match. Uh, next up you had Ho Ho Lun pick up the victory over Divari, uh, the younger brother of Divari. Um, yeah. What did you think about this match? This I thought was a weaker match. Uh, it just ended with a German suplex. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that it, w- it wasn't like that great of a, a showing for either wrestler. Right. Um, but yeah. Ho-Ho Loon uh, advances in this. Yeah. Up next, we saw Cedric Alexander take on and defeat Clement Pichu. Bless you. That's what I think they were pronouncing it as. Pachu? I would go with Patois. No, it's not, because that would be that would be O I. And that's what I was originally saying, Patois, but I think it was Pachu. Can we just say like Clement P? No, I think it was Pachu. Pachu? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so fans fans went crazy. Do you think the last match with Davari versus Lund that that's kind of an upset a little bit? Like no. with Davari having like a name in there? No, not at all. Or no, not at all. All right. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this is. I thought this was a good match. Again, Cedric Alexander brought a bunch to the table that's not really necessarily seen in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, and he moved on. And yeah. in the final match that we saw for the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, first of all, I was expecting this to be like two hours long. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it to be an hour. They like, these were like short, short matches. Yeah. But Kota Ibushi defeated Sean Malata, Maluta, uh, and 
this match, it was good. Uh, yeah, Sean uh, almost good showing. Sean, Sean good show. Hurt himself, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a dive out to the rope, but landed on the apron, and then did another somersault off of that. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he was supposed to land on the apron, I have no idea. But uh, if that move was like more smooth, I would have been a huge fan of that move. Mm-hmm. I because I I, I I liked that move, whether or not it was supposed to happen or not. I don't know. Yeah. But Abushi won the match with the sit out last ride powerbomb. And it was it was good. Yeah. But like you said, I was expecting it to be uh longer. Yeah. Uh the the show and everything like that. So I guess we could assume that we're gonna have four sets of these. Would that make sense? I don't One, I don't three, even know. Four five. I don't know. I would assume that there's probably three more episodes, right, for the first round. I don't know. But uh, I would assume that Sean Maluda will definitely get some sort of contract or, like, NXT deal. You think? I think, yeah, I think think he had an impressive enough showing in this, as Mm -hmm. well as his family background with the Swarm Dynasty. So... Uh, How is he related? Uh, or did he just I go think, to school there? I think he's Afa's nephew, like, somehow. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the actual... Yeah. Yeah. But Word. but we do know that the next round, we're going to be seeing Ibushi versus Cedric Alexander. Uh, it's a shame that one of them will be leaving the tournament so soon. Uh, my money is on Ibushi in that one. My money is as well. Especially if you're going to have this guy appear at uh, your NXT takeover. So, yeah. Um, Who? All right. Wait. Who's appearing at takeover? Ibushi, how he appeared? Uh, oh, NXT. at the NXT takeover, yeah. Yeah. But uh, WWE announced that they are going to... That they have five alternates for the Cruiserweight Classic. Just in case somebody doesn't make weight or gets injured through this. A.K.A. someone probably got injured. And I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Aaron Solo, Jesse, uh, Jesus, Yurnet, and uh, Jesse Sorensen, Vondel, uh, Ortegon, and Kai Katana are the five alternates. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is all of your WWE news. And we'll be right back here. On Mark This is Amazing Kong, and you're listening to Mark and Now. <laughs> Welcome back to Mark and Now, episode 284. Uh, moving on to some outside the ring news. Uh, what do we got? Yeah, we got Moose uh, of Ring of Honor. He is officially done with Ring of Honor and signed a deal with uh, good old TNA. So I'm sure we'll be seeing a little bit of him pretty soon. But kudos to him. I mean, the guy has really got his name out there over the past past year or two. Uh, WWE backed off of him. I don't know whether it's the rumors were true about the domestic violence and that's why they backed off or not. Oh, I don't know. But uh, this past weekend... Uh, Brock Lesnar defeated Mark Hunt at UFC 200. 
Uh, yeah, but that's all we can really say about it because we shouldn't be talking MMA on, uh, I just on our to show, say, right? I just want to say that's super disappointing because now Brock Lesnar has so much to work with. It's just like it's more. It's just depressing because I know I'm gonna have to sit through Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton coming up real soon. Yeah, that would have been pretty hilarious if he ended up losing that fight. That's what I was. I just because I, mean, I don't. Be I don't know who Mark Cunt is, but I just wanted to see him beat Brock Lesnar because that would just be like, ha, that's a yeah. real thing. Ha, you lost. Let's I know. go back to pro wrestling and now like, because how do you build up a storyline? Around somebody who's supposed to be the beast who lost. Yeah. So. It's, you know. And then just to say, uh, uh, John Jones got pulled from that card because of uh, failing a, a PED test, which really stinks because he was supposed to fight DC and Jones, it was going to be his big thing. I mean, after his hit and run and everything that was going on, and he denied uh, using PEDs, so they retested him, and he still failed it. So my the guy is such a I don't know. What's a PED? Uh, steroids. Like specific anything or? No, they don't release the specifics. I don't believe. Um, did, did, did they say? Didn't they say that he might have been suspended for? Is that estrogen blockers? No, I don't know. Or is that somebody else that got suspended from? Something? I don't know. No clue. Uh, but while we're talking about UFC, UFC sold to WME-IMG for $4 billion, which yeah. is actually really funny because... Um, because legitimate news sites, is that what you were going to go into? Yep, take it. Uh, legitimate news sites um, were posting that WWE bought UFC for $4 billion. And then Dirt Sheets, news sites, picked up that WWE purchased UFC for $4 billion. When if they just did a little bit more research, they would see that it was the William Morris Entertainment? Something? I don't know what the E stands for, but it's William Morris, their agency, purchased yeah. UFC. So, um, I, I think they also own the NHL and NFL, too, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, Neville made his return in a dark match before the SmackDown tapings on Tuesday, facing and, I believe, defeating Bo Dallas. I would assume defeated Bo Dallas, but I awesome still, I that just, Neville is back. I just still I think it's stupid because the card for Saturday at MSG is still Jericho versus Neville in a street fight. Oh, yeah, like, why, would you have, why would you have somebody that just came back from an injury in a street fight? What do you mean? Like, why would somebody in any, like, why would you even want to risk something like that? Oh, it's just, it's a gimmick, dude. What's a gimmick? I mean, they do that, they would do that with, if Ziggler, is Ziggler booked for that? Um, I don't know if Ziggler's booked. I mean, if not, it would have been him in the gimmick match for a street fight. They always have. Okay, but Ziggler's not somebody who was just coming back off of an injury for months. Dude, it's fake. No, it isn't. What are they going to do in a street fight? Are you kidding me? There's so many injuries that take place there in street fights sometimes. Oh, come on. Are you, are you kidding me? Come on. There's like one wrong move of a, a steel chair or through a table or something. And they're going to go through a table at a house show. I've seen tables being used at house shows. Jericho yeah. and Neville. I don't, I, that's what I don't even understand why it's a street fight. That's a, that's a different story. I don't understand why it's a street fight either. But 
that still doesn't but, mean that they can't use a table just because it's I mean, Jericho I think that and Neville. It's, I think it's stupid to have Neville and Jericho in a, any gimmick match. They could just have a straight-on 15-minute uh, technical match. But yeah. uh, Next up, talking about gimmicks. Uh, Paul Heyman offered Willow Spree a contract for Evolve at his one-man show in the UK. Which I think is... I think that's stupid. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, what was stopping him... Like I don't, I don't understand this at all. I mean, so I guess Willow Spree is going to be with Evolve. He'll get looked at by WWE, and then I'll get in that way. But like, it just doesn't make sense. Like he's had a match with Evolve already, so that's not like has he? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he faced. Um, who did he face? He def. I think he he had a match at Evolve during WrestleMania weekend. Hmm. But, like, it's, like, what's stopping, like, there, Evolve is not a thing. Like, it's not, to me, I still, I still hate the fact that Evolve has that relationship with WWE and they, what they say about it, because I still don't get the involvement. Mm -hmm. Anyone could be booked there. Yeah, he faced uh, Zack Sabre Jr. at Evolve 58. Right. So it's, like, what, like, oh, here's a contract, but, like, bro, I've already worked for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like Paul Heyman's like, oh, you could still go work PWG, dude. Go work New Japan Pro Wrestling. Here's a contract. Here's here's a here's my business card. Call me. Mm-hmm. I have a, a lawyer that you could talk to and get a visa. It's like that makes no sense. He's been in America before. Yeah. What does he need a visa for? He has. He knows all this stuff. <laughs> he's not stupid. He's wrestled for PWG before. He's wrestled mm-hmm. in America for Evolve. Nah. What does this mean? What is what is him getting a contract for Evolve for? I hate just to get that. the name out there. I hate that for Evolve. I it's a gimmick. I dislike that so it's much. It's a gimmick. It's a it's a way to get people talking about Evolve. Thing. It's a way to get people talking about Willow Spree. I don't it's know. It's a gimmick. I don't think he needs a gimmick to for have to people talk about him. Uh, next up, you have Dolph Ziggler. He's going to be inducted into the Kent State Hall of Fame on September 17th as he was wrestler there from 99 to 03. I believe he holds the one of the uh, records there for most wins. Did you, um, did you know of him? No. Mm-mm. I did why, not. Why is that not? Like, Why did you not? I don't know. Maybe I did. When did you go to college? 2006? Uh, 03. Oh. I left through college. Um, but before that, I mean, I knew, like, the Minnesota team. And I still swear that Sanderson. you I, I still swear that you knew Brock Lesnar when we saw him wrestle Crash Holly, even though you say you didn't. But then I... I, I think I knew him as a wrestler, but yeah. not... I don't know. No, I think you knew him as an amateur wrestler, or at least your dad did. I remember your dad, like... Oh my God! Like he had this record. I all think along. I yeah. I think well, my dad wouldn't know that. I how would your dad not know that? Your dad followed okay. what? Your dad followed amateur wrestling because no, of he you. Didn't. There's no not, way he did not, not not Minnesota. But like that. he wasn't. I mean, you, maybe isn't I, that I, just I, I, not? Isn't what, that what more than Minnesota? Isn't that more than Minnesota? What do you mean I didn't know about him though? Because I don't think you knew 
Like, I don't know. You, I swore, no, see, I swore that you did know about Brock Lesnar through amateur wrestling when we yes, saw that I match. Probably didn't. However, you told me, like, the last time I brought it up that you didn't know him at all. I don't know. Which Maybe I, I don't. did. I don't know. You're going you're gonna to ask me these questions about the past, dude? I can't remember. I'm not remember. asking you anything. I, I mean, I can't remember anything. I'm not asking Maybe. you. Yeah. I may have known about him. Yeah. But, yeah. What else do we got? We got some stuff that we'll probably never want to see. Big Show challenging oh, uh, Shaq. For some reason, I was going to say O'Neal and then Shaq. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal to a match at WrestleMania 33 uh, when they were both at the SB Awards. Yeah, on the red carpet. They both, uh, they both seemed like they wanted to do it. So let's do it. I'm not like a, like I'm not opposed to seeing this. I mean, I, I'm not going to watch it either way. So go, go ahead. Maybe I'll be there live. Who knows? Oh, but it's like it's like a that's like a lengthy build up to a match. Dude, like I mean, they had like some involvement together, in 2009 maybe 2010 ish, mm. when Shaquille O'Neal guest hosted Monday Night Raw. And then they had evol- involvement together with uh, WrestleMania's Battle Royal this past year. Yeah. And Big Show's like, hey, man, I don't really have many years left. Why not have fun? Let's mm-hmm. do it. And he goes, oh, I'll totally do it. I'm definitely down. And Big Show goes, are you joking? And he goes, no, bro. I'm totally, totally doing it. <laughs> my, yeah. Sha- my Shaq and Big Show impression. Uh, what else do we have? This past week, uh, well, not really this past week, but, well, yeah, it did happen this past week, but, um, through, uh, NXT spoilers, they uh, announced Bobby Roode's first NXT televised match, I'm not gonna say against two, but it's going to be taking place at NXT TakeOver Back to Brooklyn, so, this is his first big showing in WWE. Yeah. Aside from just being presence. Nah. Also taking place this week, uh, they announced WWE 2K17's NXT Special Edition, which um, if you get this specific package, you're going to have first um, use of the DLC, the NXT pack of Nakamura, Nia Jax, and Apollo Crews. Which, uh, that in itself is a kind of a, it's like a disappointing pack for, like, a DLC pack that only features three people. Unless, yeah. unless maybe there's going to be more to it. I don't know, I mean, but I feel like that's... I would assume, like, oh, like, let's put the NXT Brooklyn arena in there. Let's put the NXT London arena in there. I don't think they can put Brooklyn in. Why not? Probably have to get them to sign a contract. No, they don't. It's just an arena. They don't like. It's not like oh, let's get Barclays Center. It's like putting <laughs> WrestleMania Twenty's arena in there. They they had it. It looked like Madison Square Garden ish. Mm-hmm. It looked like MetLife Stadium for WrestleMania Twenty Nine or Sun Life Stadium for WrestleMania Twenty Eight, etc. Yeah. But uh, it's also going to come with a Rob Schamberger lithograph, uh, a, lith- a lithograph that's going to be autographed by uh, Nakamura. There's a Topps collector's card that's going to be featuring a piece of the ring mat from NXT TakeOver London, um, a Demon Balor figurine, and a few other things as well. But um, if you don't pre-order the NXT edition um, 
for PS4 and Xbox One, that NXT DLC is going to be available later in the year, they say. Mm-hmm. However, if you're on Xbox 360 and PS3, it's going to be available for day one purchase. Mm. Which, that sucks, because, like, what the hell, man? I want to play as Nakamura, but yeah. who has 100 bucks to spend on an NXT edition? Not many people. So. Yeah. But I'm definitely, it's awesome, really awesome that Nakamura made it in, especially since he debuted um, right before WrestleMania, which the cutoff is normally, like, the like I guess, like, the week after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So also so we got some upcoming indie uh, events going on. On the twenty second, you got AIW Absolution in Cleveland, Ohio. A uh, bunch of matches. Raymond Rowe taking on Tim Dunst. Yeah, um, we're gonna be seeing the Duke and BJ Whitmer taking on Frankie Flynn and a partner, a mystery partner, Zack Saber Jr. versus Linden. Um, Gargano and Candice LeRae, EC3, and a ton more going to be there. Um, Absolute Champion, Ethan Page versus John Prohibition versus John Alexander. Yeah. Cedric Alexander is going to be taking on uh, Jerry and Facade, as well as Alex Daniels for the intense title. So check that out in Cleveland, Ohio on the 22nd of July. Moving to Union, New Jersey for the 23rd of July, we're going to have WrestlePro. Uh, This is where fans voted on the matches. Uh, You're going to be seeing Damian Gibbs taking on Beefcake Charlie, taking on Mike Dell. That's the Aesthetic Enterprise there, or the Aesthetic Males. little implosion going on. You got Dan Moff taking on Matt McIntosh, taking on Chris Dickinson. Alex Reynolds will be facing Pat Buck. Buster Jackson taking on Habib from the car wash, Ronald Kingsley, Craven Barrow, Giant Leather, and Johnny Clash. Uh, in a street fight, you're going to be seeing Chris Payne taking on Fala Ba. The tag team titles are on the line as the heavy elite bodies are going to take on the Taboo Crew. Yeah, current tag team champions are the Taboo Crew. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Anthony Bowens uh, injured was, was injured recently. Um, yeah, as well as Mario Bocara also injured, so yeah, hopefully so. they'll speedy recovery to both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the replacement of that for the number one contendership for the Wrestle Pro Championship, Bobby Wayward will be taking on CPA. I wonder, yeah. wonder who will win that. So that is Wrestle Pro. Go check them out. Yeah, WrestleProOnline.com. Check it out, Union, New Jersey, 723, WrestlePro. Uh, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow John at Mr. John Foss. I was going to say, can you do this to the tune of the Flintstones theme song? But <laughs> I can totally try. Yeah, off I'll the top of your head without having to pull up the Flintstones theme song. Let's give it a shot. Um, start with start you. with. Oh, I was gonna say start with follow. That's uh-huh. like a good, I was gonna say start with saying follow. Or All right. I mean, thank you would also work because it's a two syllable thing. 
All right. So I'll go with just follow. Follow John at Mr. John Fawcett. Don't forget about Montreal. In Montreal, Canada, you can follow at Montreal Broski. That's MTL Broski on Twitter. Also, go check out First Thing in the Morning. It is a very awesome YouTube show that you should watch and subscribe to. Also, go check out Team Awesome 418 on Facebook and Twitter. That is all the shameless plugs for this week right, right now. But that's a swerve. Also, go check out Chaotic Wrestling <laughs> in Woburn on July 22nd. Many matches taking place. And you're going to have a good time there. Also, there is Donnie. How can you forget Donnie? Because he <laughs> never forgets about us. Go follow Donnie at DonnieDon631. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate your time. Now it's <laughs> time for the <laughs> shout-outs. I would definitely not say that that was uh, fully the Flintstones theme song. Oh, but that was. But I do close. appreciate it. Well, I mean, you just kept doing the dun 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 over and over again instead of going to the to the uh, some to what what part is the next part? You see exactly. I could have. You didn't go into that part, which fits a lot more words <laughs> instead of the, uh, yeah, so, well, you live and learn. I mean, I, mean, I, I could have tried, I mean. Next week, maybe you'll do it to the tune of, uh. Wait, how does it go with that, with that part? That's it? Well, uh, yeah, then that's it. All right, so, I mean, I could always just say, like, chaotic, wrestling life taking place at your, uh. At Woburn Elks in Woburn, Massachusetts, see the heavyweight champion Chase Del Monte. No, no, because that's incorrect. Now you would go into the higher thing, where into yeah, the longer you, chorus. Yeah. So where am I supposed to drop it down? What do you mean drop it down? Well, when do you take it home? As in, like the we'll have a yeah, yeah, time. yeah. I don't know. I mean, you. <laughs> You gotta do that through your shame, through your shameless plugs. Well, since it's already done, might as well go. Also, go check out. They're gonna have a number one contendership on the line for the tag team championship as the American Destroyers, Michael Webb and Donovan Dijak, take on the best around TKO Ryan and Vinny Marsegla. That is chaotic wrestling. Also, not the end of the song. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as my shoutouts go. Uh, I went to some concerts this past week. Did you? Yeah. First up, Demi Lovato. Going to have to give her a shout out. How did I not ask you about that? Yeah, it's a good thing, right? But wow. uh, this was this was the third time that I saw Demi Lovato. And I really, I think that she's honestly, um, she might have like the best voice I've ever heard live. Out of like every person I've ever seen. Her, I... Like she really does. She is very talented. Yeah, and she There's kills. No denying it. that. Nick Jonas, not so much. I could do, could have done without. I like her. I like his uh, 
hit song that's out now. I could have definitely done without seeing Nick Jonas. Mm-hmm. And I could have definitely done without seeing Mike Posner, who went off on like a tangent during the his song, I Took a Pill in Ibiza. Okay, yeah, 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 I know that song. He went off on it like a 10-minute tangent, being like, oh, perhaps I was the wrong person to open for this show, and I, it was just, that was confusing to me. Mm-hmm. But I thought the concert was good. Um, this guy came out, had no idea who it was, um, turned out to be a designer. He sings a song called Panda. I don't know it. Um... I mean, it's that song Panda that everybody talks about. I didn't know it. I I just don't know it. I'm glad I didn't know it. Uh, I guess Moose appeared on, what is this, Destiny? What is that TNA thing? Destination X? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, that's cool. So, Demi Lovato, you would suggest people seeing her? I would, yes. I would definitely uh, tell people to go see Demi Lovato. And Nick Jonas, not so much. Well, I mean, if you're a Jonas fan, I guess you can go see Nick Jonas, but yeah. I just I didn't care. But uh, everyone everyone went crazy for that guy, Designer, and then I later went home and found it. I was like, oh, it's this song, which I thought it was terrible. I thought it was absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, then uh, they also brought out Jamie Foxx, so I thought that was kind of cool. Disappointed he didn't do a Ray Charles impression, but he was still, he sang Georgia on my mind. He did Gold Digger. Mm-hmm. He did uh, Blame It on the Alcohol. All right, I know that song. Yeah. But uh, next up goes to Garth Brooks. Um, I saw him on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Two days? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um I think it was a it was a really fun concert. So if, if I mean if you're a Garth Brooks fan, if you're not a Garth Brooks fan, try. You should it. become a Garth Brooks yeah. fan. Seriously, check it out. It was one of the most fun concerts I've ever been to. But uh, I say yeah, I say is always good. I say Saturday and Sunday because the concert was supposed to start at eight thirty p.m. I see what you're doing here. Yes, but due to inclement weather, they had to evacuate the field, and they didn't make that announcement until 10 p.m., um, and then it started to pour and thunder and lightning, and it became Sunday by the time he first came out. He first started performing at 12 a.m. So, That's wild. Yeah, but that leads into an anti-shout-out going to Yankee Stadium. Bam roasted. Because I don't think the Garth Brooks concert was handled properly. I agree I, with you. I think, I, I don't, I'm not disappointed with the fact that it wasn't canceled. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it was a fantastic show and I was glad to have seen it. Uh, and I'm. it became a Garth Brooks experience. Okay. Um, however, I don't think the, the staff had any clue how to deal with a rain delay. Which mm. is something you're at. You're at a baseball stadium. It's something that you should like know how to work around, yeah, and work with. But you have, I, I mean, I guess there's so many more people because everybody on the field. There's I don't know how many seats are on the field. It's got to be more than a thousand. Mm-hmm. Get evacuated. They're coming up to the 100 level. Yeah, you can't walk or anything. And mm-hmm. and there's barely any room for anyone to stand. They had areas blocked off. 
and it's like once you're blocked off over there, there's literally nowhere else you can go. So I was stuck sitting out in the rain. I had yeah. I had my my seat was the first first row. That stinks. So I'm soaking wet, and I'm like, man, I, I got I can't, I can't I can't sit here in the rain. I'm walking around. I I walk. I'm like, I go to a supervisor, or I I go to somebody with the shirt on that says, "How may I help you?" Hey, man. Do you know of any place that I can get a, like a towel or something to dry off? Like I'm soaking wet. This is not good. Mm-hmm. And then it started to get like cold out. I was like freezing at the end of the night. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Go check this place. I go to uh, the, to the team store and they're like, uh, towel. We don't have that, but you could buy a blanket for twenty five bucks. Well, yeah, because they're. I was like, I'm not. I'm not paying you money. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was like cheaper or whatever, and if it was like the Mets or whatever, maybe even if it was the Mets and it was a $25 blanket, I would have gotten it. But I'm not mm-hmm. spending 25 plus on a blanket, a Yankees blanket. But so that there was no options there. I went to the front uh, guest services and they were like, do we have a towel? No, we don't have any towels. And then he goes, and he asked somebody else, he goes, hey, do we have any towels here? And he goes, no, we don't have any more of those. I guess they had like, I don't know if they were going to like try and give me like a rally towel to dry off with. Okay. Then the guy ends up giving me paper towels. So I'm like, I was going to just take the whole roll, but I, like, I didn't know like my boundaries there. So I like, why not take it? I was like, cause it was like a, like it's like the brown paper towel. So it's like a thick, thick roll. So I was going to, I was just sitting there like unraveling it, like a ton of brown paper towel on my hand. And I just like shoving it, just shoving it a bunch of it into my, uh, into my book bag. And then, uh, and then, like, I, I needed to sit. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. sit down in the rain. And I go to all these places, and this person's like, oh, ask this person. That person tells me, like, oh, ask that person. I'm like, that person just told me to ask you. It's like the same thing happens. It's like just like Forest Hill Stadium over again. It's like nobody yeah. nobody knew anything. Like, and, and you couldn't go past a certain point, I guess – I don't know why they at one point they were letting people sit in the in the tunnel and then they like evacuated that also, which to me I didn't make sense. But you couldn't go past the further a certain point because they had um, fireworks set up for later in the night that I saw, which mm-hmm. didn't make sense until fireworks actually started going off. Mm-hmm. But it was a it was a good experience. I got home at five a.m. Yeah, because the subway. But whatever. Yeah, the subway needs a little bit of work. It's because, well, because when I got out of the concert, it was like 2 o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2 o'clock, the, my, my train home was um, like 2.50 or something. Mm-hmm. And the subway was just staying there to get everyone, to make sure they could pack on as many people as possible uh-huh. from the concert. So it's like, I'm like being squeezed into a, a subway car. I'm like, dude, like there's no more room. You can't fit any more people in here yet. Mm-hmm. There's more people still trying to push in. And because of that train holding being held up, I, I missed that. And I took home the, the 4am train. Uh, that stinks. Yeah. But it was a, it was a, I'll never forget that. I'll have a Garth Brooks experience. There you go. It's pouring rain. That works. Pouring rain. Waited. Rain delay. I've never ever had a rain delay for a concert. And I've never gone to a concert that actually started on the next day. Yeah. So it was fun. But moving on from my shout outs to 
this week dave what do i have this week well this week the wwe released a t-shirt the fight forever t-shirt featuring Sami Zayn and kevin owens uh it looks pretty sick it looks it, it looks pretty similar to kevin steen and el generico oh yeah no it's a ripoff of their uh old shirt uh where it's generico and steen doesn't doesn't, but, doesn't come in uh, bigger sizes uh, the max <laughs> size that they have I is... Think it, I think it's a 2X. 2X. Yeah. A bunch of those old, like, those Legend shirts, too, don't come in bigger sizes, which is so stupid. Oh, man. They I, are I, would, about... I, I, would, I would buy a Piper's Pit t-shirt. There you go. Email them. Yeah, right, because what's that going to do? I might just call them. I, I could email them. I've complained a bunch of times enough that they I... They probably know. have your, you know, your phone number, like, blocked. Like, whenever you call, they're like, oh, it's him again. Yeah. But uh, my mark out moment of the week kind of uh, happened. I was watching, you ever hear of Gem and the Holograms? That, that yes. cartoon from the 80s? Yes, yes. Yeah, so they made it yeah. into they made yes. it into a movie. Um, which, oh, yeah, I knew about this. Which Wait. just happened to be, like, a huge flop, so they pulled it from the theater. All right. But I ended up, it was on HBO the other day, and I was like, okay, whatever, I'll check it out. And I checked it out, and at one point, The Rock showed up in the movie. Completely unexpected to, to see that. That's why I popped. That's interesting. Yeah. So cool. that, was, that was my mark I'm over the week. Very And, and cool. it's like, it's weird. Like, I don't, like, as far as, like, movies go, I don't know how that movie flopped for, like, because it's, like, made, I assume it's, like, geared towards, like, tweens and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I, I didn't, I thought it was a decent movie. I don't know. I saw somebody on the internet pulling it apart for, like, the dialogue and stuff, but I don't... I mean, as far as, like, a kid's movie goes, I thought it was decent. I don't know why... Why would it flopped? I don't know. Maybe just not enough people interested. Especially because I think the soundtrack is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, well, uh... Yeah. That's that the episode. Our, that was our Mark Out Moment of the Week. That was our episode. Check us out. MarkingOut.com. Check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, Twitter.com slash out At PTTG161. At DaveTheRave underscore MO. Facebook.com slash out YouTube.com slash out 11 ProWrestlingTees.com slash out And is that, am I, we, is that it? We, That's all? That's good? We, yeah, I think so. We wish you. We wish you. The. The. the 